Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Wednesday, Feb 22nd, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Stuart Farrell. How are you? Ah, oh, you know, full of bunch of fluffy ducks. Thanks, how are you? Good, no idea what that means. Now it was. Yes. Quick one today, unfortunately, because we're going to be in and out like a, what, what's a, what are those sort of bawdy euphemisms? No, that, that's out like trout. In and out like no, a no. vicar on a mission or something, you know, they always <laughs> add the vicar into it. And Gross. What? Like a, is that a one? Is that a thing? No, no, but you know, it's one of those ones where you, oh you got to be quick because... I know what what's why why no, was no, the that vicar was going around uh, dilly daddling with the uh, the local lasses? I don't know, but it's uh, really something we should probably move on from because I can't imagine that conversation getting us any less into territory that I'd rather. But avoid. It, it is it is a a a sort of thing that is of its what, time, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I've never heard of these old fashioned things you use. Like what off the di- the the. I didn't know vicars were known for diddly daddling with local lasses or whatever you just said from well, the take 1940s. Take it easy, Benny Hill. Now, look. No, that's what you said. Oh, I don't think so. Now, Lauren Clark. <laughs> what? Uh, I, it is uh, Oscar season and uh, there, is a, there, there is a... Is it Oscar season? It is. Yeah, it's award season, basically, anyway. Well, the Grammys anyway, were just had and won. And, yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a bit of a buzz about a film at the moment. Um, it... Train spotting. Now, the second train spotting is coming out, directed yes. by Danny Boyle, and I, I'm unsure if it was written by Irvine Welsh, who, who in fact, is someone it we've, was, we've interviewed in the past. Uh, wasn't, wasn't it? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you remember interviewing Irvine Welsh? No, totally. Do. Uh, yeah, you and I, I sat that. and uh, yapped with him for a while. And um, it, oh, so it wasn't written by Irvine Welsh, the second one. Pardon? Well, it wasn't, are you saying? I think it was. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, I think so. And so, and you know, there's a little bit of buzz about it, and uh, I've heard mixed reports, but no, nothing too bad. Yeah, and, I've but, heard good things. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh man, we, we were worried that you were going to step on the memories of yeah, our child yeah, and bloody yeah, bloody yeah, blah." Yeah, totally. As a result, because I'm gonna, I'll probably go and see it in the next couple of days. Yeah. But and but it was never one of mine, you know. No, was but it? you're gonna hate it because everyone else likes it. No, no, it doesn't work no, like that. No, no, you films. should go to. A, yes, it does. No, you it does go to not. A, you've never liked anything anybody's ever said they liked before. <sighs> if people were just sick. Oh, and that reminds me of the thing that I need to ask you to defend. Anyway, well, yes. Oh, that was from Monday, I think. I don't care. I'm remembering. All right. That. Yeah. So, anyway, so we, we sat down um, the other night. Mm-hmm. We thought, all right, love, we're, uh, oh. let's sit down, make us a cuppa, and we'll, we'll watch a film. And, you uh, are a hundred. It is really true. You are from. You're a relic of the. Well, that's past. a terrible thing to say. Yeah. Uh, said the vicar to the actress. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the bishop? The bishop often cops it with the actress, doesn't it? Uh, and I so, don't know. never heard yeah, of any of these things. Oh no! Every time you say something uh, like a stupidism esque type thing, you yeah. said the bishop to the actress. So I'm assuming at one point oh, really? a bishop got oh. caught in the rectory with a, with an actress. If you know what I mean. If, okay. Said the bishop so, to the actress. And yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we sat down to watch the original uh, train spotting. Right. And, and, I, and I said to a housemate who happened to be there, she, she wanted to watch yeah. the film with me. Interesting that she was here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember much of this film? She goes, no, I've only seen it once. I said, same here, I think. And I don't think I liked it the first time. Mm. Um, I, I think I was in between. Like I didn't go to uni and I didn't yeah. like sort of fancy films. So yeah, anyway, I think, yeah, exactly, and also everybody loved it, so you would have been oh, potentially, yeah, and yeah. because I thought it was a dorks film, basically, you know, I thought it was a, do- a movie so for dorks. So typical of you. Anyway, so typical of you. So we watched yep. it, and it's like, nah, it's all right. Yeah, it's so scungy. Like, yeah, that's you the feel point like of having it. a shower after. No, but it, yeah. it paints Scotland in such a terrible light. 
Yeah, that's what you the know? point of it, though. It's Whoa. meant to. What, the whole country? Yeah, it's meant to. I'm half Scottish. It's, oh, listen to you. Oh, my and, oh, God. So I'm allowed to... Hand on my heart. <laughs> I feel outraged. Okay, Jock McKay. No oh gravy God. for Davey. And that's so the thing is... terrible accent. Yeah. Hey, you, shut it. <laughs> That's yeah. Scottish. So, what's your complaint about the movie? Well, it's just Scotland uninspiring. Movies. It's not that Dude, interesting. Dude, the whole point of it's not meant to be an aspirational <laughs> film. It's I wanted to come out and really wanted to use that smack. You know, this I wanted to what, embrace this it. This is what people we've talked about this before about how in books quite often people say, "Oh, I couldn't read it. The t- characters were awful people." And that, but that's the point of literature. That's the point of art. It's not always to go. If you want to no, go and see, I love something that films. Inspires you, then go and see something that's going to inspire you. Don't go and see train spotting as no, no, an no. inspiration. Sad films say so much, as the great Elton John said. And I really <laughs> am a a. But I love about, sad films. No, no, dude, we're not talking about sad films. It's cute that you think that that's either a sad <laughs> film or an inspiring. They're the only two types of film. But Happy or sad. Films that there are films that leave you feeling sort of flat or like, you know, um, sort of, I don't know, uh, asking questions about things. Like there are films that are designed to make you ask questions about yourself and life and they're not meant to make you feel good. Choose life. Like I remember going to see, oh, what was that? A Lars von Trier film. Uh, Dead in the, the Dark. Dark? Great yes. film. I love, it's one of my favourites. Shut up. It is. That? I had it on DVD. Well, anyway. You I didn't like so- it. No, I did. I went that and saw sad. it. And halfway through the film, somebody did a ropes and ah, stood up yes. in the o- in the audience. Oh, ropes is my friend who did this once when we were at the yeah. theatre together. Stood up in the audience and screamed, why does that have to be like this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and left and said, you don't all have to sit here and put up with this. Did this is share not back? art. You no, can no. just leave and shut up. Like no, s- no, nobody did. Oh. Um, this but is not art. Oh, really? Thanks, uh, Ivan Hutchison. Anyway, <laughs> good reference. Great contemporary <laughs> reference, Stu. You know, we chased Ivan Hutchison out of a, fil- out of a cinema once as kids. It's teenagers. We were what? watching. Uh, yeah, we were watching Predator at the old um, Greater Union Cinema. And we saw Ivan Hutchison there, and he was watching it too. To those, for the, tell, explain it to international listeners and people who aren't 100. Uh, Ivan Hutchison was just a, a, a f- early film critic in Australia. Uh, I think he started when the film started, as far <laughs> as the industry and the, the Charlie Chaplin era. But yeah. um, he, um, he, and he was on Channel 7, and he was the resident film reviewer. He may have even had his own show reviewing films. Yeah. Uh, he was a lovely, bespeckled chap with a grey moustache and grey hair. Bespeckled. <laughs> <laughs> was he speckled or was he bespectacled? Spectacled, thank you. Um, he, he wasn't a, a lovely spotted chap. Anyway, um, and we ch- and he was in watching uh, Predator with us. Yeah. And uh, we said at the end, you know, we're teenagers. And he yeah. sort of made, made a dash for it and he's gone the side door and we've all chased him up the laneway. And uh, <laughs> the poor, he, must, he mustn't have been as old then, but he bolted and got away from us. Did he? Yeah. Were, you, were you calling after him? Yeah, well, he just heard us coming. I figured he just thought we are going to rob him because there was a time in my early youth where I was, for lack of a better term, a punk. So I, we, wow. we'd ha- we would have had spiky hair. Um, Did you? Oh, my God. I never knew you went through a punk phase. It was sort of alternate punk, you know. 
Uh, and it's when you're young, you think you're the first punks that ever walked the earth. You're getting Dude, this Doc is Martens it. and shaved hairs with spiky bits on top. And, really? Uh, yeah. And did you feel politically enraged like no, punks are meant no, to? Yeah, no, so no. you were copycat punks. You I was a dork, kid punk. Dork punks, yeah. Okay. Dork punks. Anyway, listen, yeah, this right. brings me to my question uh, without notice that where I want you to defend something because sure. uh, I, you know, living in the big city, what is it with the ants or whatever you oh, say, the, the smog and the... Oh, yesterday, so that's terrible. a long time ago, the oh, claustrophobic yeah, yeah. ant farm. Whatever it is. Anyway, living there, yeah. I, um, I, it occurs, it, it's occurred to me a few times to ask you to defend something that I see around all the time and everybody in the city sees around all the time okay. and which most ordinary people do not understand. And you, here we go, you get to defend it, okay? Right. Just like I have to defend feminism, the sure. arts, I mean, I, anytime you want <laughs> humanity, feminism, I can do anything that. like that, yeah. right? Um, humanity, so, radio. <laughs> So, defend tagging. Okay, that's an easy one. Okay, uh, is tagging. it really? Now, you, you people in Melbourne are also, oh, lardy frickin' dar, thank you, uh, about your laneways and uh, your street art, okay? Now, oh I'll, uh, this, is, this is the short version. This is uh, Stu short version 1.01. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know what? Say I'm talking to you as Melbourne Council. If you want to promote uh, Melbourne as the street art capital, right? If you want to promote it as this funky... Because we've got nothing else to promote. We haven't got any uh, harbour or anything interesting really, do we? Mm -hmm. So that's why we... Former garbage-strewn lanes are now our, uh, you know, ripper, you butte. And if we didn't have sport, there's not a whole lot going on in Melbourne at the moment. And that, right. that's probably not 100% correct. Welcome to international listeners. We've got great Come food. And visit. We have got great food. And, yeah. And uh, the live music scene is great and all that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of the, now it's commercialised, the street art. Come and see the street art. Walk up and down Hosier Lane. Walk down this lane. blah de blah right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? These street artists mm-hmm. didn't all start out as, uh, they, they woke up one morning Walked to their local shop or drove if they're old enough. Yeah. Uh, bought yeah. a heap of, uh, well, not Tuxen anymore. They bought some iron lac cans and just and then walked down to Hosier Lane yeah. and made the most beautiful mural you'd ever seen in your life. So you're going to argue that tagging is practice for amazing murals in Hardware Lane. Tagging is is basically not Hardware Lane, thing O Lane, yeah, any lane. Tagging, it, it, it's it's like anything. It's an apprenticeship almost in that you learn can no control. Way. Listen for a second. If you ask me yeah. the question well really because when you ask me questions without i never never get talked over ever but but you have to hear my argument first and you can dispute it all you like okay i'm going to sit here and wait and then i'm going to ask a list of all right when you hear the bell it means you're allowed it's like one of those books where you turn the page no 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 Uh, that's your cue to speak nobody that ain't how it works (laughs) nobody puts baby in the corner let me explain feminism to you again (laughs) not again so the thing is (laughs) <laughs> that's still yeah. going, I think. The thing is, uh, yeah. you learn can control, you learn style. Uh, you know, it, it, it is essentially a, a uh, it is an apprenticeship for aerosol art. Now, I can appreciate yeah. the idiocy of poorly placed tags. But now, yeah, you know what? A beautiful hand style. No, no, not yet. A beautiful hand style and a tag is one of the most artistic, beautiful things you can see, and it is very hard. And it is from years of practice. Some people pick it up quite naturally, but it's like I can sometimes see a tag and go, "That is so beautiful, right?" And I appreciate. It. I mean, I sit here during this podcast, and I probably tag still about two or three pages of paper as I, as you're yapping. It's just a. You do. It's true. I've seen it. Right. Yeah. So but why can't people just tag? Like, sorry, Robert Doyle. 
So you're telling no, them no. where they can tag? This no, is no, the whole no, thing. No, 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 no. It's, listen, a, it's listen. a movement that was born out of. You didn't listen to me. Right. So you have to listen to me. You have to I understand that it's a movement born out of that, right? And that's where it comes from. And so you, like the idea that you want to cherry pick the good bits, blah, blah, blah. What I don't understand is I saw somebody the other day walking down the street. Yeah. And he had a can in his hand and he was just like, king of the world, like I dare you to have a problem with me. And he had a mate and they were walking really swiftly down the road and they were looking in cars and uh, but they were walking really fast and he had a can in one hand and at every single spot that he found, like at, on a post, on a wall, on anything yeah. that he found a little bit of thing, he just went blah, 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 blah. and it wasn't pretty and it wasn't, it was a, it was kind of a messy shambles of nothing and he didn't concentrate well, on it critic. and it wasn't like, oh no, he, he, he didn't concentrate on it, he didn't think about it, he just went spew, keep going, like it's mine, I can do what I like to it, off I go, like... He just had he there was you couldn't exactly argue that this guy's scribble, which he <laughs> did on which he did on it like the front of like he did it on like provocative places, and I think that's where you're like you know. But it's like dog owners; there are idiots too, you know. Like it's well, not like, a perfect world. Like that Nost guy who did the. I, I'm know, actually quite in awe of Nost. Why? Okay, so Nost, for those who don't know what we're talking about, not in awe. That's a bit. Uh, is a guy is, is a guy who went up to a community wall with like that was destroyed by tags by the, my, uh, the, the nobody cared about the council did not claim yet. Well, the council might not have cared about it, but I reckon the community you could fairly safely well, why say. Why have a working a band fix it? Well, because that's not the point. Why do oh. we have to? No, no, no. Listen, that's not fair to say that because twenty-year-old mural, by the way. Yep. So what? Exactly. It's a 20-year-old mural. Well, art's, in, ever, in a, art's in a evolving. Part of, you know, yeah, uh, you know what so many people missed on this one? It's the actual brazen act. The guy is on a major street in Melbourne. Just for those that don't know, there was a there was a nice mural there destroyed Thanks. and you can, faded. You can do the thing I was trying to do and I kept getting interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> right? Go, go, faded go, Faded mural. Um, yeah. about, what was it? Women in the workforce or... Uh, yeah, no. Something some to do with chicks f- with helmets, foot, right? Foot, and so, footnote, <laughs> some footnote in the history of women's lives. Yeah. Anyway. And oh, Nost has come and, and, and ra- put on a massive Nost piece across the top. This is old news and most people know about it. Basically what he did was there were, there were pictures there that were uh, of different – of a community with different races, different – like it was quite obviously uh, a kind of diverse multicultural – um, huge mural, mm. and he basically got what looked like white out. He was like a boy in school getting white out and going right over the top of somebody's artwork no. with his big dumb name, Northst. No, it, it Nost. was more the act itself than the than the uh, quality of the artwork. And the other thing uh, I will say to you, though, no, but that's what picking I'm saying. on Nost, right? So yeah. holding up Nost as the as your one example to uh, demonise the whole street art or graffiti uh, uh, scene. Is that it's what like I said? putting up Richard Marks as your one example of great music. You know, like... But you, that's not it, what I said, is no, it? No, I know, but people always throw Nostar because it's the only one they know because they could read it exactly. and they have no idea about it, right? Well, that's right. I don't have any idea about mm. it and that's why I'm asking you. But I do think that for the general community, tagging, if you, if, if like your car gets tagged, for instance, which happened to someone Idiotic. in the street... Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, you know, and if somebody and if I, I've no qualms in, in uh, having those people beaten, and people, I think people have beaten. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the law of the jungle. 
It's not. Um, and it's and, a graph. But, but also, like, I find tagging infuriating when it's across beautiful street art. Like, if there is somebody's well, work... Excuse and me, quite often it's actually the, not the cops, but it used to be the uh, transit police that was the one doing that. Like, people don't understand the... the wars that were going on out there, there were beautiful murals being put up mm. and transit police would trash them, okay? Right, well... In their war against graffiti people. Sorry about my microphone. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, sure. And I know that there's all this, like... I just don't think you can pick and choose, is all. But, yeah, but can't you? That's what I mean. Can't you pick and choose? Can't you make an aesthetic judgment? Can't you go, you know... I mean, I think the thing is there are probably people who are like tr- doing their apprenticeships, as you say, mm. who are not going to – who are going to respect, oh, you know what, that some dude's done – some chick, someone has done this amazing thing. Um, I'm going to not like completely put my thing all over it. And there is some – there is an act of like – But there is etiquette and, and those people I, usually I, get sorted out. If, if it's another writer that's gone over the top of a beautiful piece – a lot of the times they get sorted out. Oh, God, that sounds a little bit like... Well, you know what? You can't cherry pick. That's right. You can't cherry pick. You can't take the good with the bad. You can't advertise the end result right. of beautiful... Pe- what? You, you you decide what uh, part of the, of a a scene that you want to be able to use with, with, with you know, no, no I just financial think, recompense for anyone. But I just but don't you, you think want to get you rid of the rest say, of it. No, but I just don't think you can say that doing this... And I think it is macho thing of like writing your name all over everything in a big scribble, and you can't. You just. I don't know that you can argue scribble. that that's well. In the case, honestly, I'll show you the thing that guy did. I'll take a photo of it. You're not going to defend it. <laughs> no, I know, and and there are idiots. There are just vandals. There are people that aren't there. I mean, but at the same time, that that idiot may grow up to be one of the greatest painters Australia's ever seen. And you know what? We'll be cashing in on him forever. But uh, for, for the sake of a few things he did in light poles or whatever, which which look bad. So basically, rather than councils, especially inner city councils, complaining about graffiti removal, just uh, consider it a tax uh, on the council for the other uh, massive, beautiful bits that, are, uh, uh, you know, that make that your suburb from. the vibrant place that it is. It's it's a good with the bad scenario. You can't have one without the other. And, you, and unfortunately, until the elites like uh. Uh, Robert Doyle... Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, accept this. You, you, you. I, I'm going to say this as a definite thing. You are not allowed to cherry pick what you like, and you can't demonise what you, you don't. You keep saying that, but I, just, I, I think you. I think there is a the greyer area there than you're acknowledging. No, like, but then there is idiotic vandalism, which well, yeah. But no writer worth their salt, for the most part, would tag someone's car or whatever. that's more no, like, that's young kids being dickheads but you're and that to, but and that's that's rightfully you get punished but you for. defend but you defend nost from oh, from doing from putting his name over something because it was a, a daring act of van of of whatever it was not vandalism whatever you know artistry mm. but he wrote his big dumb name over some a, a thing that actually what I if he had have drawn a massive beautiful mural over the top of it well nobody I'd touched that thing for 20 years if anyone actually gave a crap they would have preserved it okay I'm not saying yeah, I, I necessarily like the fact it's lost. No, I don't think that's right because you know. I'm not saying that, but I, but you know, a lot of these people consider art and their yeah. art to be a fluid thing. Look at Banksy, for instance. He doesn't. He doesn't want his stuff preserved. He doesn't care if it gets destroyed the next yeah, day. But it's not a mural. It's that only was people done. like Robert Doyle that scream about like, and it's his bloody henchmen that are painting over Banksy's. By the way, 
But if oh, a Banksy, no, totally. if a Banksy's uh, stencil gets thrown, a bucket of paint gets thrown over it, and they go, oh, Banksy, what do you think of this? He goes, I don't care. Someone else is going to put something on the top. That's the way it is. That's how I our know, art rolls. But that's, but that's a little different from a thing that has been there for 20 years, which is a community thing, which is like, I mean, I actually quite liked that. I used to go past it and think it was a so lovely I. thing. I you grew know. up on that tram line. Yeah, and it's lovely. And then he's gone and put his big dumb name over it. But like, you know I what? In really 20 years, who's to say that the Nost story won't be part of the evolving you know, art story in Melbourne. Ugh, that's such a depressing thought. Thank you for ending on that note, Stu Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed, but you have taught me some things and you've made me think. And what? Uh, who knew that you could do that? <laughs> Stupid. Stuart, uh, what is in my phone today? Uh, I tried desperately uh, to find <laughs> something in my phone that was not Trump-related or American politics-related. And I found a few things. But this one has popped up a few times in my feed recently. And it was – and I it, I just liked the sound of it. Right. Um, but it's really it, – the, act, the actual article goes into a little more depth than I thought and it's it's kind of interesting. Some of it I think is a little airy-fairy but some of it's really um, fantastic and makes you realise how great this exact thing is. Now, the Japanese, as you know, I have always thought have a few like kind of holistic lifestyle ideas right about the way they live and I kind of wish that I could be a Japanese person, <clears throat> you know, being with my with my tidy minimalist house and my like zen thing it's more where about just to eating the nice food <clears throat> yeah the lo the lovely food mm. and the blah 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 anyway uh this piece is called the japanese practice of forest bathing is scientifically <laughs> proven to improve your health <laughs> anyway and forest bathing now what a lovely phrase for starts right yes um and and but the idea basically is really not that complex of an idea that complex an idea get your kid it off is, in the bush it's not get your kid off so sadly oh. it's not nude yeah, I'm off uh, it. Uh, yeah you're off it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough but um it's it's they, they, they of course the west have thought of it's called uh now there's evidence supporting ecotherapy <laughs> ecotherapy being in other words you know there's this whole idea that we are indoors all the time and we don't actually live in the world right and this the forest bathing idea is um supposed to so there are all sorts of scientific effects it has it lowers your heart rate your blood pressure it reduces your stress hormone it's like being production at the beach. It, but I'm totally sure that's right, Stu. It boosts the immune system and improves overall feel, feelings of well-being. And then there's a whole lot of stuff about the science of it. Um, and it, but basically, you, what you do is you have you go into a forest or anywhere with trees, but you don't. You know, it's not about hiking. You're not counting your steps on your Fitbit. Um, you can sit and move about, but the point is to relax, not accomplish anything, mm. and be around trees. Okay. Anyway, sounds boring as, I, as, as uh, bat droppings. Pardon? Sounds very boring. <laughs> That's right. As soon as I read this, I thought, oh, that is so lovely. And then I imagined myself attempting to forest bathe. And I was like, I'd be like, I don't mm. know. I'd be wanting to, I'd desperately be bats, wanting to go for the walk. You know what I mean? Rats and bats and, oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to go for a walk. I must sit here and be How zen boring. with myself and no, be bored and snakes. stuff. And there's this idea. Yeah, well, you see, there probably aren't snakes in Japanese forests, are there? Well, I don't know. They're... 
my dad's a Kiwi and he said to me when I was a kid, I was like, he said, oh, look at all that grass and said something about running through the grass. And I was like, well, if you want to die of snakes Snake and things. Parts. And he said, uh, we didn't have them when I was a kid. I was like, what? He said, no, New Zealand, we just don't have snakes. We can run through long grass whenever we like. Hmm. Shut up. Like to me, that was just snakes and long grass. It's just synonymous. Like there's no way you would go through. You'd you know, have I've never seen a snake on. in Australia though. I know, but you're insane. Like the I've bizarre. seen one in what America, that's it. A rat, rattlesnake once in, uh, what's it called? I've seen so many Death snakes Valley. in Australia that I can't even. Do you go outside? <laughs> I am outside, Consti. You and, <laughs> you're outside at the beach these days. No, I, I walk through, um, no, I walk down at a river twice a day. And, and through you've parks. never seen a snake no, in there's pl- I've seen plenty. And I used to, when I used to live in the, uh, I was going to say Constipata rat hole. Um, it's not that. What, what's the... The whatever Melbourne's called. Um, Cla- oh, claustrophobic ant farm. Yeah, claustroph- Smo- <laughs> smoggy ant farm. I, I, yeah. I do prefer constipated rat hole. But um, <laughs> I used to work, walk down yeah. Creek Sand and I've seen more snake signs warning me of snakes, but I've never seen one. But maybe you just don't look because I've seen so maybe many. But then, no, but I'm you looking, know what? Baby. You know, most of the times when I've seen them, hmm. it's been like on a big, like on a hike or like when you go to the beach and you do one of those beach tracks that goes from like through the hinterland from one, you know, thing to another, mm. that sort of thing. Right. Um, anyway, and yeah, somebody I know posted a photo the other day. She walked into her kitchen, lives in regional Victoria, Ugh. walked into her kitchen and there was a tiger snake on the bench. No, so, I'd probably I'd have a conniption. I'd burn the house. Down. Yeah, exactly. I, can't, I, I can't cope with mm. and and I remember one time I think I may have even told you this, but I remember one time, like in recent years, like in the last ten years or whatever, when I was we were at the beach and we were at, yeah we're sort of inland on the beach, you know, on one of those walks where you go like I say from one section of beach to another, but it basically all that cliff scrub area. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. And we came around the corner. I was with my mum. We came around the corner and we were with this um, jerk from America. No, <laughs> those like, guys. I don't know. No, 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 no. Jerk. Americans are not jerks. This just guy just happened to be okay. a jerk. And he, uh, we were kind of having to hang out with him for a reason. That's too boring for words. But we come around this corner and we both went, <gasps> and like in this quite dramatic <gasps> move, hmm. put our arms out to stop everybody else walking forward, right? Because it was right there, yeah. right in front of us. And it looked lively. Even though it was sunny, it looked lively and it was large, right? Tiger snake. Mm. Sorry about the uh, sound effects in the background. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and so we did that and the guy, the American guy, roared laughing and said, look at you guys. <laughs> and like, Actually, and I, I nearly, I really felt like pushing him onto the snake. It was the yeah. only time when I... I just really thought, you know what, I physically really would like to see you. Like, you know, that actual want of revenge for Death something. Death for that was, someone. But I, but I don't know why it was, it was such a strong emotion in me at the time, but I think it was because… you're an angry person. No, it's not because I'm angry. Don't say things like that. People believe you. I Because I was so… It was at the time… I was, Don't say that. <laughs> it was because at the time I was so full of adrenaline. I think that's what it was. That right. I was like… <gasps> Quick, don't get near the snake. Because we were in the middle of nowhere, BT Dubs. Like, it would have been probably... from your house? Yeah, right. Hey, no, you know anyway. with the snakes, Lozzie? We yeah. coined a phrase on this um, on this podcast, I think you remember. Yeah. And it's good advice. And I think you actually came up with it. Mm. And it's always remember, they are probably more scared of you than you are of it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's great, Stu. Except that if you come around a corner and you almost tread on one and it's got its head raised up, you got to back off, buddy. you got to get away from it so that it's less, it's more scared of you and it swivels away. Totally. You don't stand there like King got Dick it. going, the women were scared King of the King Dick, snake. I haven't heard that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's, it, what's this in your phone? Dick. So, what, what told you? The forest bathing thing. Oh, right. And uh, is that it? Yeah, what do you mean is that it? The article's it more boring the... than forest bathing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go. Blow I'm never up. bringing anything to what's in your phone again. <laughs> How do the Japanese you know consulate get in contact with us? Please. You are getting a Trump article and you are shutting up about it. Oh, ideal. Stu Farrell, people can get into contact to commiserate with me about how I am treated on this podcast oh, by hardly. finding us at Stupidly Big. Stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Stupidly Big on Instagram and iTunes and where you can give us a rating and a review. Um, and you can also go and uh, vote for us in the Castaway Award, the link to which I will put up in the show notes. Stu Farrell, uh, will I see you tomorrow? No doubt. Uh, you know, I don't look forward to it after oh, this. I, I feel like pushing you onto a snake. See you, but Queen anyway, <laughs> tomorrow. Bye-bye.